This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. That as well. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Larry David and Elmo this morning. Yeah, so Elmo didn't do anything wrong yesterday at, <laughs> at all. <laughs> Is he trying to attack me? Don't underestimate him. <laughs> well, yesterday, Elmo was on the Today Show because it was trending all this week. Elmo put up, he simply put up on, uh, I think, just Facebook or some sort of social media. He just wrote, how's everyone doing? And Oh, it, is that a loaded question? But it got so much response, Jeff. Everyone beat I up mean, on him. Millions and millions, but it was everyone was beating up on him. People were beating, beating up. Beating up on him. They were beating up what? on Elmo a little bit. But Why? They were, but they were also sharing a lot of their personal feelings about, I'm not doing okay. So it really kind of opened up a discussion to have, you know, about mental health and how everyone's doing post-pandemic. Even President Biden was involved in it. He put up some things like that. So that is the first reason why Elmo was on the Today Show yesterday. Because he was trending. Because he was trending, and he asked everyone, how's everyone doing? Well, then I guess Larry David was there because Curb Your Enthusiasm Season 12 comes out Sunday. So that's why he was there. And then this went down. Wait, 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 wait. Permission, ask permission before you touch people, Larry. Oh. Let's, let's, let's get back on the couch. Let's talk about how you feel. Go ahead. Say you're sorry. Elmo. Larry. Larry. I just want to apologize. Thank you, Larry. That's Elmo, very big of you. Elmo accepts your apology, Larry. <laughs> wow, that was quite a scuffle. Well, he grabbed Elmo by the head and started uh, punching him in the face. And then he sw- And then he said, well, somebody had to do it. And then they went to break, and oh, then they yikes. came back, and that's when he was like, I'm sorry, wow. Elmo. But it was all oh, oh. just a big old... Yeah, Elmo's not going to sue him? I don't think so. No. It seems like Elmo accepted his apology. What do you think? <laughs> well, I, you know, there was... I mean, he was on television, so he probably felt pressure. Oh, he might have. Maybe now, today, will be when the lawsuit After he left out. the studio, when he went home, when he had time to think about it, and... He's got to see if he gets any take bruises. Take it all in. Any, yeah. Right. He's probably going to have some issues going back to the Today Show, too, I'm sure. See how his neck feels this morning. The last time he was there, he got beat up. Yeah. Do you watch Curb Your Enthusiasm? Is that one that you've been, I mean, 12 seasons to me. I thought that show was way over. Yeah, I was an early adopter, and I watched, I mean, religiously, probably the first seven or eight seasons. And then it just 
you know, you get busy and you get distracted by other things. And then I just kind of lost track of it. I didn't even know it was still on the air. Same. <laughs> but it's good TV. Yeah. The kids are discovered. That's what's crazy is, I mean, that show went on the air probably when the kids were infants. And, oh, yeah. And they're like, they're just discovering it now for the first time saying, guys, have you seen, it's this show called Curb Your Enthusiasm. <laughs> Like, it's this brand new thing they just discovered. That's like when I discovered Sex in the City eons after it had been on. Oh, my gosh, I love Sex in the City. Yeah. You're like, we've been watching that for decades. Because even though it's only 12 seasons, like, they would take two, oh, in some breaks. cases, three-year breaks. Where, um, what do they, what do they talk to you about? Like, the kids, they just like how funny it is, or? Yeah, they, they it's, it's very funny. It's it's a different kind of comedy that they're not used to because what's unique about Curb Your Enthusiasm is a lot of it's improv Oh, yeah. You know, and it's just it's not scripted. funny in a really kind of seemingly organic way, and it's, it's a lot of observational humor. And, of course, Larry David is a one-of-a-kind character. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we were just talking one day, and I, I mentioned my stepson. I go, yeah, you know, I, I read somewhere that uh, that show, it's not really scripted. Like, they sort of work off of an outline, and then they just kind of improv it. He's like, what? Oh, he didn't even know. No, he's like, his mind was blown. He's like, <laughs> that explains so much. Because it's just in terms of, like, the lines and the looks and so much of it. He's like, how would you even write that? That must be a really difficult show to do. And I'm like, these guys are pros. You know, between him and Jeff, Jeff Garland and the chemistry between those two, just all the characters and the recurring characters who were on the show. Mm-hmm. Who participate in it? Uh, Julia Louis Dreyfus has made a number of appearances. There's a Cheryl lot of Hines. people that stop by, right? Don't they kind of do like a? Yeah, and a lot of them are comedians. But the one thing they all have in common is they're just exceptional improv players. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, so early this week, Britney Spears posted an apology to anyone she who may have been hurt by what she wrote in her memoir. And it's pretty clear to most people that Justin Timberlake was the intended recipient. Um, and then there was an appearance with Justin at a show in New York City, uh, which just happened to be his birthday, where he sent a very clear clear message in response. And we're going to share with you that message. And This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art mentioning earlier this week how britney spears posted that apology to anyone who was hurt by what she wrote in her memoir and everybody pretty much knew that justin timberlake was the intended recipient well, he does not accept her apology mm-hmm. because during a show in New York City on Wednesday, which just happened to be Justin's birthday, he sent a very clear message. He's all set. He's about to launch into Crimea Row. I saw this on Access Hollywood last night. He's all about he's ready to launch into Crimea River, which, if you recall, that song was supposedly about his breakup with Britney. 
Oh, yeah, because in, even in the music video, it's a girl that looks just like Britney, but you never see her face. Right. And he said, I'd like to take this opportunity to apologize to absolutely effing nobody. Mm. That's, that is a, a big F you. And, of course, Britney caught wind of it. She has now unapologized. <laughs> sorry, not sorry, Justin. Here's the quote from Brittany. Someone told me someone was talking. She didn't use the word crap, but you can use your imagination. Someone told me someone was talking crap about me on the streets. <laughs> on the streets. <laughs> Do you want to bring it to the court? Or will you go home crying to your mom like you did last time? Ouch. I'm not sorry. And she had a bunch of exclamation points after that. You got to make sure that you're I really counted right. three on this transcript. Yeah. Just two years ago, you should know. Keep in mind, two years ago, Justin issued an apology to both Brittany and Janet Jackson for his past failures with them. But that was before Brittany's book came out. So it sounds like what she wrote about him really stung because well, he's just, he's done. Wasn't part of it about his pinky-sized manhood? <laughs> I don't remember that part. I you remember her saying, I think most of it has to do with the abortion and how mm. he acted afterwards because she really kind of puts him on, like, front street with, like, he never called me, he never talked to me, we never did anything else about it. Do you think these two called each other and were like, you know, Taylor's getting a lot of, of the attention here in the E-World. Do you think we yeah. need to fire things up a little bit? Let's, let's do a fake fight. <laughs> hey, guys, I have an idea. First let's thing I thought fight. of, but that's how my brain works. No, I think Brit <laughs> I think nothing Britney Spears does is orchestrated. Well, she is just a fly-off-the-handle kind of person. Very fair point. Yeah, if, I, like, I mean, I think it was nice of her to apologize to him. Can you imagine if management came to us and said, uh, hey, guys, uh, we just did some focus testing on the show and... I don't know. We're seeing some weaknesses there. So we're thinking like maybe to sort of spice things up. One of y'all could have like a big feud, like a big fight. You know, you I, really, really get into it. Have it just spill out on the air. I worked at another station in town where that exact meeting happened. And there was an entire falsified fight with feud? the afternoon guy that I just got an email about two weeks ago. Really? Someone said, remember when you and Jordan were fighting with each other? Oh, all fake. Was it you? Really? Was it you it that was, was me and old you and, oh. me and old Jeff versus Jordan? It was, oh. it was all fabricated oh. by the bosses because they thought we needed. I'd like to. to see Tim and Jeff get at it. It's always the ladies. <laughs> like, why do they want the girls to fight? Like, Jeff, I'm not sorry. <laughs> okay, I take it back. You know what would be fun is you're both Scorpios, so you both think yeah. you're right all the time, and you both won't give up. So it'll be a really good fight. No, well, would we? Or is it the opposite? Or is it we just don't care? No, because guys are like that. Guys are like, hey, dude, it's whatever, fine. whatever. Women are the digger. We have to dig in. You know, you gotta have the last word. Yes. Well, okay. we'll see how this all plays Let's out. Let's just agree to disagree and move on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I disagree to disagree. <laughs> and you know what? It, you would. You absolutely <laughs> would. I take back my apology. That's right. <laughs> I really felt like this was just going to go away for them. 
So did I. You know, yeah, I was really hoping it would. But, just... And I just, I'm kind of mad at Justin for mm-hmm. just, why does he have to do that? Well, you're not the only one. Um, you know, a lot of people seem to think that Brittany kind of wins this one because Justin was already facing a sort of come from behind battle here. Mm-hmm. And this latest video that came out last night just feels like another few steps backwards. Yeah, for sure. Well, and it's upsetting. And maybe he got really mad over the weekend that all of her fans started streaming her selfish song and not his. And maybe that's kind of what uh, that's true. fired him up a little bit. Yeah, because he, he's probably, you know, like in his mind, he was thinking, look, I've already apologized mm-hmm. for whatever my role was in all of this. And then you came out with that book that just felt like, oh, wow. Okay, so this is never going to die. Well, I felt like, I mean, as you know, of course, I'm team. I'm team both of them. I love them separately, but in this situation, I'm team Brittany. But I felt like as a part of her self-healing, she really needed to get those things out that she shared in the book. And it wasn't just Justin that she had to heal from it was her family the record labels her dad i mean so many things right i feel like that really helped her get that out yeah that was an interesting move from justin yeah something got to him mm-hmm. really wanted to just sit down with him what's that about and i wonder what jessica beale thinks of that too do you if as his wife are you like yeah you really gave it to him well, I suspect that she's gotten a filtered version of what whatever went down between him and Brittany. Probably. Yeah, probably so. I don't know. All right. Well, Bradley Cooper named the acting performance that changed his technique as an actor forever. What do you guys think it is, if you had to pick? Uh, I would say Leonard Bernstein. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, John Jim? Candy in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. <laughs> no. <laughs> Bradley is saying his life-changing moment happened when he was watching Vince Vaughn film a scene in the 2005 Wedding Crashers. Oh, I thought it was like his acting. Like, what role did he take on the change to his, oh, okay, his life? So you're saying uh, an acting performance he witnessed. Yeah, so Got he it. witnessed this go down. Vince Vaughn was doing a scene where he is running from the grandmother who takes out a gun. And Vince Vaughn just starts running and running. And he eventually gets away from the grandma. But Bradley Cooper is saying, up until that point, he said, I always was just trying to get it right on the camera. I was trying to be present and just get it right all the time. And then I watched Vince Vaughn absolutely destroy a scene, just crush it. And then he came up and said, hey, I want to do another take of that. What? In front of everybody. Wow. He said there was this huge crew and the lights were on. It was so nerve-wracking and it was his willingness to fail. It was like a diamond through the middle of my head going, that's it. That freedom is just to be absolutely willing to fail. That's great. Yeah. And look where he is now. Yeah. I mean, from 2005 to now for Bradley Cooper. Right. Forget it. That's fantastic. That's cool. You know, like when you get whatever your craft is, like whatever your field of interest, whatever you do, mm-hmm. when, you know, when you hit that, what is Oprah called? That aha moment where you're like, oh, that's it. I think this is it. This is the key. Hey, Suits has become one of the biggest shows on streaming 
So this is kind of a no-brainer. It's uh, it's a spinoff called Suits L.A. Was Suits the one that Meghan Markle was in? Yes. Yes, okay. she was. Yeah. Uh, Suits L.A. takes place in the same universe as the original show, but it'll follow a new group of characters. And while the original series ran on the USA Network, this one will be on NBC. Oh, really? Well, I remember... Was it? It was last year, right? You said that Suits was on Netflix, and it mm-hmm. felt like it got a brand new life. Like right around Christmas, I felt like people started really talking about it a lot. Yeah, you think that it was Meghan Markle? Markle influenced? No, I think just, they. I think they just put it up on Netflix, and people it. had never seen it before. Oh, and then I they see. started watching it over and over and over again. Okay, but it did get released when they were a little more in the news, so maybe she had a little influence on it. And they had that deal with Netflix, too. I wondered if that was part of it as well. Oh, maybe. Anyway, Suits LA starts production next month. Should be ready for the 2024-2025 season. No word yet on casting, but viewers in the U.S. streamed 57.7 billion minutes of Suits in 2023. I haven't watched it, but our boss, Patty, one time in one of our meetings was like, I love it. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It's a fun little, you know, mis- you know, easy show to crime watch. Show. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All right, this weekend on Sunday, I got a couple of TV notes for here. On Sunday, uh it is the 66th annual Grammy Awards. Trevor Noah is going to be the host. Performers are going to include Billie Eilish, Billy Joel, Dua Lipa, Joni Mitchell, Olivia Rodrigo. Uh, we are hearing that Taylor Swift is supposed to be there, but she's going to be without Travis Kelsey. And then Luke Combs, Jeff, you might like this. Remember when he did Fast Car last year? Yeah. The, Tim and I both hate this song, yeah. but Luke Combs might be performing Fast Car with Tracy Chapman at the Grammys. It's, oh, that'd be it's great. It's a rumor, but there's a lot of people talking about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. there's a lot yeah. of people, so it would be really fun to see that. Uh, something else you might want to look forward to is Saturday Night Live. The musical guest is going to be Jennifer Lopez. And then I cannot say her name. Ayo Edibur- She's from... Um, the bear she mm-hmm. just won the um golden globe for her role in the bear oh wow i yo i can't say her last name but you'll know who she is she's mm. gonna be on saturday night live too okay yeah so it'll be fun to look forward to that stuff well it's time to start digging through your parents or grandparents belongings to see if they have any vintage disney tickets does anyone listening have vintage disney tickets that are unused I saw this. This is funny. Isn't this wild? A guy found a ticket booklet from 1978 for Walt Disney World that was just collecting dust. It was originally purchased for 8 bucks. He looked at it. He was looking for an expiration date. Couldn't find an expiration date. So he flew to Orlando to see if it would actually work. Documented the whole thing on TikTok. Long story short, it worked. They gave him a one-day ticket, which today is worth $164. What? And he got in on an $8 ticket. So oh that's pretty gosh. cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. I wonder why that ticket went unused, though. Uh, they probably not, intended to and just maybe just never go. got around yeah. to and it got stuffed in a drawer someplace. And I'm glad Disney held up their end of the bargain on that. That's kind of cool. Yeah, but the guy was like, I can't believe this actually worked. Yeah. All right, Darius Rucker was arrested in Tennessee yesterday. Uh, We're hearing that he got pulled over. We're not exactly how everything went down, but he was arrested with two counts of simple possession slash 
casual exchange of a controlled substance and a violation for a vehicle law, which we're assuming is probably expired tags. Mm. He uh, was booked in a Tennessee jail and released, and he's fully cooperating with authorities. Okie doke. Friday on Amazon. Today on Amazon, the series premiere of Mr. and Mrs. Smith begins. I don't know if you've seen the trailer for it. It looks really fun. It's starring Donald Glover and Maya Erskine as spies who are assigned to go undercover as a married couple and then develop real feelings for each other. If you may recall, in the 2005 Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie movie, the Smiths at that point were a bored married couple who worked for competing agencies and had no idea that they were both spies until they were assigned to kill each other. That was a great movie. Yeah, so the take on this will be different, but... uh, it's still... It's a series, too. It so is a series. So you'll get to see you'll it. see it on Amazon uh, Prime Video, and it starts tonight. It is 6.50. While waiting for... Uh, while waiting to get out of jail, Martha Stewart's former inmates say that Martha was baking treats on the inside using ingredients that she had most likely smuggled out of the cafeteria in prison. Uh, there is a new miniseries called The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, and one of her... Former fellow inmates, Meg Phipps, was talking about what Martha did. I received a note from Martha. She suggested that we meet. She also sent that note with a baked apple. It meant she had already tackled the idea of cooking in your dorm or cottage by using the microwave and what resources that you could find because the baked apple had caramel on it and probably some cinnamon. I suspect some of this may have come from the cafeteria, which we're not supposed to do. Really? (laughs) At least they were eating good. Is that right? Anyway, I think that's it. That's all I got. Anything else? No, I think that's it too. All right, leave it there for now. More for you coming up. More e-news after 7 o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-pack of tickets to the Bridal-Rama Winter Showcase happening this weekend at the Sharonville Convention Center. But first... This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. episode is brought to you by sax.com at sax.com it's easy to find your new vibe dive into the western trend with gold cowboy boots from stott or go full 90s throwback with platforms from prada you can shop for everything on your agenda whether it's a breezy zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright chloe blazer for brunch find inspiration for your new vibe every day at sax.com hi chris hi Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Pretty good, thanks. Excellent. All right, Chris, here we go with Faker for Real. We've got three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headlines, and you get to go to Bridal-Rama this weekend at the Sharonville Convention Center, Friday and Saturday. So is the real headline A, a couple in a spray-painted car got arrested with a dog, cat, and four chickens. Is it B, a man was arrested in Puxatani for trying to still feel the prized groundhog? Or is it C, three women were caught trying to steal a stuffed beaver at Bass Pro Shop? 
Uh, I'm going to go with C. It is not the beaver. It is A, the dog, cat, and the chickens. Oh, Spray-painted car? Spray-painted car. Yeah, a couple in South Carolina got into two high-speed chases in a single day this week. And that's not even the most interesting part of the story. Their <laughs> names are Joshua Harvey and Rosie Smith. Around 9 a.m. on Monday morning, a cop tried to pull them over for expired tags. Joshua was driving their black Honda sedan, and they got away. We'll cut to 2.45 p.m. that same day, and they got into a second chase. This time, Rosie was behind the wheel of a white Honda sedan because it turned out they'd spent the day spray painting it to fool the cops. Oh, plan obviously did not work uh, because this time the second chase ended with the police disabling their car on the highway and they both got arrested. Uh-oh. They'll never notice us in the spray-painted car. Right. <laughs> uh, but this part's fun, too. For some reason, they had a dog, a cat, and four chickens in the car. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know, but Animal Control dealt with the livestock and Josh and Rosie got taken in jail. Cops called them... Bonnie and Clyde wannabe. There you go. Yeah. yeah. There you go. It is 10 after 7 with Jeff and Janice, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, here's a big announcement related to the big game. And I'm talking about the big game next Sunday, not this Sunday. The big, big game, not the Pro Bowl game. Right. So, you know how Usher is doing the halftime show, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in celebration... <laughs> Of Usher, we're doing another Tap That Track. So starting right now, every time you hear an Usher song, every time we play an Usher song, tap that track. Meaning you go into the, you log into the Q102 app, you register, you sign up, make sure you're logged in. Yep, you got to put an account together, get logged into that account. Yep, and then when you see us play, because you'll see it as well as hear it, you'll see that icon on there. Tap that track, and you're in to win. You've scored yourself a chance to win. Oh, I got to tell you what the grand prize say, is. What, what, is what, are, what are we winning? What the are we grand winning? prize is a $500 Kroger gift card. Whoa! Which you can use to spend on everything you need for the big game. Yes, all the snacks, decorations, Chips, party favors. Chips. You can get some drinks. Beverages. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And you know what? My favorite thing Wings. is when they have events like the Super Bowl, when you go to the Kroger Pinwheels. deli department, they <laughs> always have trays, and that is the best thing. You can do those pinwheel trays, or they have soft pretzels with beer cheese. So good. Right. So every time we play an Usher song, now through next Friday, oh yeah, go to the Q102 app and tap that track to enter. Uh, and the way we do tap that track, if you're not familiar, the chance to enter only lasts as long as the song plays. But, you know, we're, we're going to play the song, different Usher songs often, and the more songs you tap, the more entries you get. So keep that in mind. And then we will award the $500 winner next Friday uh, around, I don't know, nine-something. Yeah, cool. we'll yeah. let you know. We'll zero in as we get closer. So here we go. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Don't put too much stock in Punxsutawney Phil's prediction. I just saw Frank on uh, Twitter, and he said that right before 7.30 is when they're going to make that announcement. Man, I hate that he gets such a bad rap. Like Who him. gets a bad rap? I feel like Phil does. People are like, oh, he's not accurate. He's blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, listen, he's doing the best he can. <laughs> <laughs> so no shadow means early spring. Shadow, six more weeks of winter. How's the weather up there in Pennsylvania? Probably pretty similar. I don't know. Here. We have Buckeye Chuck or something. Did you guys Get know on that? AccuWeather. Yeah, Maysville or no, uh, no Mansfield. There's, there's one in Ohio. Yeah, Mansfield, Ohio. That's where he's at. Buckeye Chuck. Punxsutawney Phil has been making predictions since 1886. He has been right 39% of the time. <laughs> so you're better off flipping a coin. Over a gobbler's knob. That's why Peter wanted you to flip a coin because they said your odds would be better. Still, 4%, 4% of people believe that Phil is always right and never wrong. That's me. I love you, Phil. Even though he's only right 39% of the time. <laughs> Uh, the Groundhog Club claims he's never wrong. They say it's their fault for misinterpreting his language, which is groundhogese. Did you know that? No, that's what it's called. Yes, you have to be able to speak and understand groundhogese to know what he's really saying. <laughs> that's awesome. What's that yeah, sound like? It's just me? not the it's shadow. Like... That's oh, exactly <laughs> right. Yes, but more, more, more of an emphasis on the. You guys didn't know I could speak groundhog. <laughs> Groundhoggies. You're learning everything about me today. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or, no, it's more like. <laughs> right. There you go. Now you speak groundhoggies. See? <laughs> what did he say? He said, give me some food before we do this thing. He's like, jeez, all I want to do is sleep. Last year was the third straight year Phil spotted his shadow, signaling six more weeks of winter. And that is the usual prediction. Yeah. Uh, so coming in today, he's seen his shadow 107 times, plus kind of a partial shadow in 1942. Uh, he's only said no shadow 19 times that we know of. And then there are 10 years where there's no record. Where we don't really know what's happening. You know, today's my uh, dad's birthday, too. He's a groundhog baby. Today's the day. Now, who was Was it actually at Fox 19 who said this was a myth? Because this says they used to eat Phil after he made his prediction. Yes. They would serve him up after the first official Groundhog Day back in the 1880s and said he was quite tender. No. I don't think she commented on that. She was commenting, uh, Ashley from Fox 19 was saying that uh, he is treated humanely. Like they don't. Oh, now he is. Now he is. Yeah. yeah. Back in the day, it was a different story. Yeah. Well, because we initially had some sort of story about PETA, right? Wasn't it mm -hmm. PETA that's boycotting the whole thing or something? Yeah. Did you know that Phil has a wife? No. What do they do? Yeah, her name is Phyllis. Aww. Of course it is. 
Uh, just like Santa and Mrs. Claus, neither of them have had any kids. The Groundhog Club says that she does not drink the elixir of life and is not immortal like Phil is. They say Phil is immortal. So even though they used to eat him, he still, he lives on. He supposedly drinks something called the elixir of life every summer. And they've been using the same groundhog all these years. Well, which is it? <laughs> it's all the things. <laughs> during prohibition, during prohibition, Phil threatened to take drastic action. He said if they didn't let him have a drink, he would impose 60 more weeks of winter. Whoa, somebody get that groundhog a beer. Wow. 60 more weeks of winter? Yeah. That sounds horrible. So you know how many people this stupid thing attracts every year? I mean, tons. When they go, so I'm sure they'll go live on all of the news channels. And when they show the crowd and everybody in their little tuxedo-y things, it looks like there's tons of people there. Yeah, in tw- they set a record in 2020 around 40,000 people, which may not sound like a lot, but when you cram them into that little town square, I mean, that's a sea of people. And then, of course, the next year it was zero because they had to do it virtually because of COVID mm-hmm. in 2021. But, but he, you know, just to draw a contrast, before the Bill Murray movie, which came out, what, 30 years ago, only around... 2,000 people were showing up for it. Oh. That so a fun movie. The movie changed everything. Morning. Morning. You off to see the groundhog? Yes, I am. Do you think it's going to be in early spring? I'm predicting March 21st. Oh, <laughs> good guess. <laughs> <laughs> I found that tweet from Ashley uh, from Fox 19. She says, a couple things. Phil's actually treated very well. I've met him. He has never died mm-hmm. Every seven years, they give him a magical elixir to keep him living. And he's right 100% of the time because his predictions are not location-specific. Oh. That's how they get around that. So it's six more weeks of winter in Alaska or wherever it is. That <laughs> yeah. makes sense. Who is the uh, who is the animal that you said they use around here in Mansfield? It's, it's Buckeye Chuck. Isn't that his name? Yeah, other cities like Mansfield, Ohio, they all have their their own local groundhogs or other animals who predict the weather, and the Groundhog Club considers them imposters. What? Complete and total imposters. Is that just because he doesn't drink the elixir? I, I guess just not the same. They're like you can't just you can't just pick any animal out of the wild and expect that to. To work to be the same thing. It's not, you know, we're, was, not, we're, we're not setting up chapters or satellite offices. I was wrong. It looks like it's in Marion, Ohio. Oh, Marion, Ohio. Yeah, he's still there. Yeah. I want to quickly tell you, Jeff, too, since you were talking about Ashley Smith from Fox 19, uh, just the other day, Jen, and I'm sad she's not here to talk about this, but Jen and Cards by Jacob went to the Painted Tree in Crestview Hills Town Center, and they met up with Ashley Smith who did a really sweet, sweet story on Jacob's card business. That's and nice. I put it up on the Q102 uh, Facebook page if you want to watch the little segment they did about his store. That's great. And he's even spelling in the in the video where they ask him, you know, how does he like working and what are well, some of his favorite things to do. So definitely check that out. That's cool. It's really great. It's a cute, cute story. Coming up, this is the new trend. This is the new thing. Adult diaper spas where you pretend to be a baby. No. 
This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 728. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Got the worst bathroom habits. The very worst may not be what you think. Also coming up, adult diaper spas are becoming a thing. Get ready. It is Friday, the 2nd of February of 2024. We're Jeff and Jenna here. It is your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. By the way, spring is early. I know. We were just talking yeah. about Punxsutawney Phil and Groundhog Day in just moments ago during, during Olivia Rodrigo's song. Punxsutawney Phil... Did not see his shadow. Yay! Let's hope he's right now, huh, guys? Which means it'll be an early spring. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the, looking at the extended forecast, it looks like we're in the 50s. Let's do it. Here for the next few. Let's see here. Uh, today, high of 47, but uh, we're starting off mostly cloudy today. Hopefully, we'll start to see some sun after 1 o'clock this afternoon. And then Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday, sunny with highs in the low to mid-50s. Wow. That's full spring, though. You know that. We're going to go through that. We're all going to be like, yeah! And then some, some Alberta clipper is going to happen, and we're going to get... Right know, around Easter. It's usually right around Easter. Snow yeah. or something. Yeah, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, cloudy. Might see some rain on Friday, but temperatures still in the mid to then upper 50s. All right. We may hit 60 on Saturday of next weekend. Oh, my goodness. And then Super Bowl Sunday, high of 50, cloudy, high of 58. But, you know, the forecast could change between now and then. But that's that's what we're looking at now. So an early spring. Thanks to Punxsutawney Phil. Okay, this list is pretty spot on, except for the rankings. I think the rankings are kind of goofy here, but... Uh, I'll just read them off to you. Someone polled 2,000 people, said, hey, what do you think is the most, what do you think is the most annoying bathroom habit? So I have this thing. When if I'm coming out of, because I use, uh, I call them the executive bathrooms that are, (laughs) they're like private unisex bathrooms that are over here by the studios. That's a very fancy name for those restrooms. And anybody can use them, but it's it's mostly used by the air personalities here because they're closest to the studios. Is it? I feel like the, I feel like those are the new poopy pants bathrooms. Oh, you do? I do. Oh, well, I use them for everything. Well, I think that some people within the building use those for secret number twos. I got you. We use them for everything, but uh, some folks over on that side or wrap around 
around here. Yeah. To, oh, gotcha. Because it's kind of the secret way. Well, that's why we have the good toilet paper and cans of Lysol in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally. True. Uh, but that's kind of my thing. Like, you know, it's very easy. Just, just simply washing your hands can leave that sink soaking wet. Oh, yeah. You know, so I got this thing where, like, I always try to make sure that it's in pristine condition. And uh, there was this one day I was walking out of the restroom, and uh, Ashley, who works down the hall from us, was approaching that restroom. And I was proud to say, hey, I got it all wiped down and clean for you. <laughs> Just wanted you to know. And you're welcome. <laughs> My favorite thing is when you are going to go in one of them and somebody's like, uh-uh. Don't go in there. <laughs> it's Tim. No, I've done that. <laughs> Tim just told me that the other day. He goes, go to that one. <laughs> just trying to help. Uh, I wasn't going to tell who you were, Tim. I was just going to tell you that no, it does happen in right. life. Yeah. My biggest pet peeve about that restroom, <clears throat> Jeff, is the uh, garbage can in that restroom is very small. It's on the wall, and it's kind of just like oh, okay. right underneath the paper towel dispenser. Mm. And people put big trash in there for example their coffee cup like their extra large coffee yes, cup. yes like it's what fun. is that about yeah it's not big enough to contain no i'm like first of all why are you walking in here with your coffee and second of all just take it to a different trash can yeah that's that's the little mini trash receptacle that they have it's really just like a paper towel receptacle that's right beneath where you pull the the seafold paper towels yeah not really not really meant to be a full-on really trash can yeah so someone asked 2,000 people to name the most annoying bathroom habits. Here are the top 10. I'll start with number 10, kind of work my way back up. Uh, using someone else's razor. It just beat out peeing in the shower for 10th place. Using someone else's razor. Number nine, leaving objects in the sink like a hairbrush or curling iron. Rich, do you do that? Do you leave your curling iron? I don't. Or your f hair straightener. I do sometimes leave that in out. In the sink. I don't leave it in the sink, but I'll leave it out because it's it's like 400 degrees, so yeah. you don't want me to put it away. Here's the thing that you got to remember to unplug when you're done, because as a child, we oh, all yeah. ran into the bathroom to wash our hands before <laughs> dinner, and my cousin had left her thing there, uh -oh. and I got burned oh, all down yeah. my arm oh, from geez. it. Don't touch it. It's hot. Unplug them. Yeah. Uh, number eight, spending too much time in there, like 30 minutes. When you're not really doing business, you just kind of check an Instagram. Is every man listening to this program? Move it along, people. <laughs> uh, number seven, clogging the toilet. I guess that assumes you didn't unclog it. Number six, leaving the seat up. Yeah, if you just pulled women, I think that one would have ranked higher. Number five, forgetting to replace the toilet paper. Number four, leaving hair in the sink or tub drain. Number three, peeing on the seat. Number two, a lot of people think... Number two should have been number one. Number two was forgetting to flush. Oh, yeah. yeah. Unless they're doing that, if it's yellow, let it mellow thing. Otherwise, no. you better flush it down. Yeah. I think that should have been number one because the actual number one was leaving toothpaste or makeup stains on the mirror in the sink. Who cares? Yeah. Well, when you brush your teeth and you leave all of your spat out toothpaste in the sink, that's disgusting. Yeah. They also asked what we would be willing to sacrifice for a bathroom that magically stayed clean and sanitized all on its own. Oh, my goodness. A lot. And here are some things we would give up to never have to clean our bathroom again. Restaurants, meaning dining out. No way. Coffee. Your favorite TV show? That's how badly people don't want to clean their bathroom. 
Apparently. <laughs> I clean it every week. Doesn't take that long. Well, I think about... I um, still go out to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't mind cleaning my bathroom because I know what's going down in there. But if I ever had to clean a public bathroom or... When, when I was cleaning me personally, cleaning mm-hmm. an Airbnb five times a week. Yeah, I did no. that for a year. Disgusting. People are just... People are, are gross and are. very hairy. And I just don't think they're aware of just no. how gross they are. No. People would be willing to give up internet access for a year. Internet access. People would be willing to give up 50% of their annual salary if wow. it meant they'd never have to clean a bathroom again. 20% claim they'd give up their sense of taste. No way. 19% said they'd be willing to give up electricity. What is wrong with that? 19%? What kind of bathrooms are y'all cleaning? Your bathroom will be clean, but you won't have hot water. Yeah. No electricity? <laughs> or lights. No, you can't. But I got a bathroom lights? that stays clean magically and sanitizes all on its own. You know what I've been using? Two things. One, Dawn Power Wash. Yes. I just spray it in, t- in the entire shower. The grout, the floor. The tiles on the wall, the handles, everything. Let it sit for 20 minutes. Rinse it down. That stuff. I mean, I put that on my uh, favorite things list like a million years ago. Is it intended for that? It's intended for everything. I think it's intended for everything. (laughs) It gets all the weird grime and goo and all the orange stuff that grows. All of it just goes away. What's it called? Dawn Power Wash? Yeah. It's regular Dawn, but like some boosted spray stuff bottle. in it. I put it, it on my favorite things list like a million years ago. That's and we, awesome. we gave it to our boss one for Christmas, and she's like, oh, my gosh, it's changed my life. But it's just, you can buy it at Kroger. It comes in a spray hmm. bottle, and you can, stay, you can keep the top part of it and just get the refill mm-hmm. for the bottom. How often do you use it? Every day or just like For the once shower, a week? I do it about once a month for the shower. Oh, once a month. Yeah. But you can use it on, I also like to use it for laundry, Jeff. Laundry. If you've got a stain, you can just spray it I did on the stain. Inside of my oven, I did Shoes. that. It is a it magic your oven? product, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I had to wipe it all out when I was done, but it, oh. it just ate away everything. I didn't have to scrub anything. Really? You just oh, leave no, it awesome. sit for 15, 20 Damn. minutes and then just wipe it away. You should tell Jen. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't used her oven in 20 years. Yes. <laughs> uh, this place bills itself as a judgment-free zone, but of course the internet is not that, and so people online are not holding back. But here is the story. A small town in New Hampshire is up in arms this morning over a new business that opened up called the Diaper Spa. The Diaper Spa is a place where clients go to wear diapers and pretend to be babies. Why? Yeah, that sounds weird and creepy. Well, uh, you know, a lot of people who live nearby feel the same way, and they think it's actually a fetish thing. Oh, no. And that the clients who go there could be dangerous in some way. And it also happens to be close to a park where kids play. Oh, no. Now, the owner, and, and and I'm not saying either way, I'm just telling you that's what the people in the neighborhood suspect it really is. The owner, however, is a licensed therapist. She says that is not what it is. It's not a fetish place. She claims it is a place for people to get targeted therapy and work out issues from their childhood. What? But some of the services on her site are sort of presented 
in an interesting way. Like there's one called ABDL Nursery Spa Care, which is described as a spa-like nursery experience for the little one inside of you. ABDL, by the way, it stands for Adult Baby Diaper Lover. That's so weird to me. And a two-hour session will run you 600 bucks. There's also a virtual play date for 200 bucks where you do a Zoom call with a therapist. And uh, let's see, for $1,500, you can book a one-night diaper B&B that comes with, quote, top-notch care and pampering services. I did, yeah, no. Lift your legs. Here comes the A&D. Yeah, like, do they change you? What's up with the baby, the diaper? Well, I mean, that's the thing. You don't really know what goes on behind closed doors, and the people in the neighborhood are concerned. More than 500 people in that town have signed an online petition to get the business shut down. Uh, But at least one person who lives there does not take issue with it. A neighbor in her early 90s thinks that people in the neighborhood need to chill out and says it doesn't bother her at all. The owner of the diaper spa says people tend to fear things they don't understand. Uh, so she hopes that the outrage will eventually die down. I kind of agree with her on that, although the diaper thing is not my thing. Remember when they were going to put the casino downtown and there was just going to be just just hundreds of prostitutes everywhere just wandering up and down Reading Road and right. in the park? They're not there. Mm-mm. No. That's so just weird. All people get scared. And they get She's scared. probably not wrong about I'm afraid of things that I don't understand because mm-hmm. I don't understand this and I find it very odd. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see. Whatever floats your Keep boat. Keep you updated. Yeah. Let you know if any other locations up, <laughs> any other locations open up closer to home. Uh, what else? If you show up to the ER, guys, and, and you've had time to grab this stuff, was it really an emergency? Someone on Reddit was asking doctors to name the weirdest things they've seen patients bring with them to the ER. And here are some of the highlights. A lot of animals. You see a lot of animals in the ER. A lot of, like, turtles, rabbits, a helper monkey. Uh, one patient brought in a flying squirrel. Whoa. Someone else brought their emotional support duck. Uh, someone else brought in a live chicken because they didn't want to leave the live chicken in their hot car. Uh, someone actually brought in a half-eaten raw chicken. Ooh. The guy wanted them to test it to see if it was actually raw. Uh, someone else brought in their own thermometer, so when the nurse took their temperature, they could double-check the nurse's work. <laughs> Humans. That's hilarious. Someone else brought in a suitcase full of French toast. No butter, no syrup, just French toast. Doctor said it looked dry but smelled great. (laughs) Someone else brought in a half-eaten can of green beans because the patient wanted to finish them. Okay, here's one. Someone brought in a 45-pound electric meat grinder. Uh, that one was not a mystery because the poor guy's hand was stuck in it. Oh, man. That sounds like something oh you would God. see on Grey's Anatomy. I think they did something like that before. Ugh. Uh, some drunk guy laid down in the ER and an entire onion fell out of his pocket. <laughs> I know how much you love onions. Yes. You know. Uh, someone brought in Christmas lights so they could string them above their hospital bed. 
That might be acceptable if you were in there on Christmas. Uh, another guy walked in with a snake bite, and he actually brought in the snake that bit him, and oh. the snake was alive. I mean, I could see why maybe you'd want to share that with the doctor to show what type of snake it is. But right. not the real one. But bringing in a live. a pic. Did you guys see this video that's going around? There was a girl in Australia who had, I think it was her guinea pig in the backyard, and a snake attacked the guinea pig. And she picked up the snake by its tail and started whipping it around into a circle to get it to drop the guinea pig, and it did. Oh, wow. But, you know, that's an example. She was young, too. That's an example of her just reacting. But in Australia, they have every poisonous snake, I think, known to man. So after the fact, they're like, uh, maybe not the smartest decision. Right. One guy came in with his junk stuck in the vacuum end of a shop vac. Oh, no. <laughs> and the ER doc was like, you know, I hate to ask. And the guy claimed he was trying to remove a kidney stone. Yeah, I bet you were. Hold on. I'm writing that one down. <laughs> Just be honest. They've yeah. seen it all. They don't, though. I remember My mom worked in the ER for years. And um, the things that people put into their their holes anywhere are very interesting you know like oh i accidentally fell and this ended in my butt or stuff like wow, that. wow how'd oh, that happen that's what they're always like they're like are you sure you fell down the stairs and fell down the stairs and a gobot ended and, up in and my landed anus. on that broom <laughs> is, is that real life this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 Emma is looking for a second date update, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Emma. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm doing pretty well. Thanks so much for having me on to help me out. <laughs> we're going to try. You want to take us yeah, from the beginning so. and tell us how you met Craig and how that first date went? Yeah, yeah. Like, I met this guy on Tinder, and, uh, you know, we go out for drinks, and we had, like, a really nice time. I mean, seriously, it was honestly the best times i've had in months how and like how I, is it a great time mm -hmm. oh, you know we were just laughing and the chemistry was really good it just it was never awkward we had good vibes the whole time i don't know like i go on a lot of dates like i enjoy meeting guys like i love the whole dating scene i think i know i'm like kind of crazy and weird to say that but like i love getting to know people so that's this great it felt like I know, like, I, I think it's, like, fun. Like, I don't get all, like, another one. Like, I look forward to meeting someone. And he brought that energy, too. Like, he was really present and fun. And like, I don't know. I mean, I don't really think there's anything, like, a bad date. I think they're just dates and, like, exceptional dates. So, like, I definitely thought this one was exceptional. Like, we were together for a couple hours. Like I said, we had a couple drinks. And, like, we are just joking and having fun, like, Afterwards, he, like, did walk me to my car, which I thought was very like, thoughtful. And, like, we kissed. I don't know. I took it as, like, a good sign. We were talking there for, like, a little bit more. Then we left. 
I don't know. I just thought for sure I was going to hear from him again. I'm like, he didn't say anything. Like I did text him like a couple of times the next day, but like never heard anything back. So like I said, like I have some experience with dates. So I guess I'm just like dying to know what happened on his end. Well, I love that you go into these dates with no expectation, you know, because you, you said yourself, you enjoy dating whether it results in anything or not, it sounds like you enjoy getting to know people. Mm -hmm. Right. So that, first of all, I I love that approach to begin with rather than dreading it. And you said you were getting the same vibe from him, which is even better. What do you think his expectations though were of the day? Because you said you met on Tinder. So do you think he was kind of hoping for a one night stand or, or for a hookup? And then when it didn't happen, he sort of washed his hands of you. Yeah. I mean, I guess, I guess that is a possibility. I think because I go on so many dates, I can kind of like gauge that even before, you know, like there's like an expectation before, like whether that comes to like where you're going or like what, you know, like there's just social cues that I feel like I can pick up on. I do know like Tinder does get a bit of a bad rap. Like I'm on a couple different apps and like, I try not to stick to one because I think there's amazing people to me all over. Right. Um, but I don't, I didn't really get, no, I didn't, I'll, I'll be honest, like, unless my, unless I'm like completely off, I didn't get the one night like vibes from him. That wasn't the vibe he was giving or I was giving. So I don't think that there was, I don't think that's it. Okay. Hmm. Well, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call him up. We'll see what he has to say. All right. Oh, gosh. All right. That's all right. You got some time. And if you think of anything else that you want to add or or that you think is pertinent, then we'll talk about it when we come back. A second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen at Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. enjoys dating she manages her expectations in such a way as hey you know what worst case scenario maybe i make a friend and if there's chemistry and it results in something more that's great and she was getting a similar vibe from craig really interesting dude to talk to they seem to share a similar sense of humor and it just clicked so having said that after the date was over she thought for sure she'd hear from him again and she didn't and she reached out and he didn't respond so here we are and we're going to call craig and see what's going on unless there's anything else you want to add emma did i leave anything out no like it felt really good so i think that's the thing i'm most confused by is like it, it i felt like there was no awkward it was all good vibes so good uh yeah no nothing else all right <laughs> let's call him up Hello? Hi, can we speak with Craig, please? Uh, yeah, this is Craig. Hi, Craig. It's yeah. Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff and Jen? Hi. Yeah. You got a few minutes? Yeah, I got a few minutes. What's going on? So we spoke to a friend of yours. Do you remember Emma from your Tinder date? Yes. 
Oh, good. You yes, know, I do. Okay. Yes. She told us what a great time you guys had, what, what a nice guy you are, how much fun she had with you. All good things. Yeah. It is great. I liked her. But I go to church, and I believe in good morals and ethics, and I you know, try to be as good as a human being as I could be in my own life. And to be honest, I think she falls a little bit short in that department. Ooh, really? I'm sorry. This is someone you met on Tinder? <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yes. I, I'll explain. Like, so when I walked her car, like, I was totally on board with seeing her again. I think she's cute. We had a nice time. I even kissed her. It was great. But then I, I saw something on the back of her on a, on a car. Like, have you, have you seen when cars have, like, stuff painted on the back of their window, like, asking for money like you can scan it oh yeah like venmo me or contribute to my whatever going to europe fund or something yeah Yeah. exactly so she has that on her back window and it says getting married like with an exclamation point says getting married and it says bachelorette party this weekend buy me a drink wow who's she marrying yeah well obviously she's not getting married so like i thought like maybe you know, she was borrowing someone's car or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe she was throwing a party for a friend, you know, something like that. I wanted to you know, maybe give her the better of the doubt. And I asked her about it, and she just kind of was just like, no, I'm just, you know, trying to collect enough money for the down payment for a new car. And I don't know. To me, that's just messed up. You know, I, she's clearly not getting married. And uh, I asked if, you know, she's getting any donations. And she was just like, oh, yeah. You know, I, I've, I've been, you know, getting tons of donations. They've been left on my car for months. I've got <laughs> thousands of dollars. You know, I've used it to, to, to pay bills and even do Botox. And I'm just like, that's jacked up. That's just jacked up. So I was a little bit disappointed in the character. I wonder how many people are doing that. Oh, you know, I wonder how many times those signs on the back are like legit of what's Real really people. happening, right? Or if they're well, just like, I know to... every time we drive to Nashville, I feel like between Louisville and Nashville, you see a bachelorette mm. party, Nashville weekend, mm. Venmo at Jeff Thomas or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and I'm that's insane. Yeah, I mean, what a great idea. Yeah, assuming you're being honest about it, but uh, Craig is miffed over the fact that you're not being honest about it. How do you respond to that, Emma? <laughs> I mean, how do you ever know what you give money to is like what people actually end up spending it on? I don't know. I always think like I'll get married someday and whatever I spend on drinks will come from the same place the money for my car came from. So like <laughs> to me, I'm like, what's the difference? They're just paying for it now. And it's all later. coming like, out of the account eventually. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, wow, you're really that's just so judgmental. Like, how dare you judge me for being dishonest? <laughs> well, that doesn't sound great. <laughs> what do you but, I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, like I'm not even getting that worked up. I just think it's dishonest. And I don't know, your response, like, uh, you're not right in the head. Like, it's wrong. It's just that simple, plain and simple. You're wrong. You're lying to people. And it's messed up. Well, you know, I mean, that's the thing. It's like when you give, do you ever, even when you're giving to an organization, do you know exactly where your specific dollars are going? Very rarely do you. We all donate to different things at different times, and we can't really ever know for sure, for sure. So, I mean, as someone who gives, you just give with an open heart, believing that where you are giving it to is where it's going to go. And then you just, what they do with it, they do with it. Yeah. You know, you just have to be open hearted and, and giving and kind and assume they've got the best. And don't not give because you think that they're 
not going to use it the way you think they should use it. Well, what do you say, Craig? Then will you go out with her after hearing the argument about giving and the spirit of giving? Yeah, no, no. not really my style. Thank you. Okay. So. I mean, I guess, you know, live and learn. I still don't think it's wrong, but... I mean, if you, you, know if you want a down payment on the car, why not just say it's for a down payment on the car? Because you know what? I use it for whatever I need. And someday it is for my drink. Well, then just write on there. For what? Just send me money for whatever I need. (laughs) Why why do you feel the need to lie? What I need to pay that day. Got it. (laughs) Yeah. Try it and see if it works. Try it if you're really, really honest. Yeah. Say, I'm driving around this piece of crap, can't afford a new car. Venmo me to help me with a down payment. Exactly. I bet people would. I bet people would too. I think you'd be also, surprised. If they don't, They'd be just refreshed by back the honesty. To the lie. Yeah. Because right. I think people are probably fatigued with the whole bachelorette buy me a drink scheme. You know? Oh, yeah. then the people don't even like tipping anymore. Right. <laughs> like down payment next Botox session. I need right. more Botox. Exactly right. <laughs> yes. Tell them the truth. Oh, man. Good idea. All right. Well, best of luck to you both. Thanks for coming on Second Date Update. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you. And, Craig, thanks for coming on and having the conversation with us. Thank you, guys. Yeah. You bet. So if we can do a Second Date Update for you, shoot us an email. Jeff and Jen, two Fs and Jeff, two Ns and Jen, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Q102. Hey, Sandy, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good. Just happy it's Friday. Looking forward to the weekend. Happy to see some sunshine. Wasn't expecting to see any sun until about 1 o'clock this afternoon. I'm looking outside, and even though we got clouds out there, I'm seeing some sun. So we'll take it. I wish I was. Oh, yeah? You wish you were seeing sun? You're not seeing sun where you are? No, I'm in Florence. It's just overcast. Oh, no. Oh, wow. Well, it's coming your way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yesterday was a treat. I was taking the trash out last night and it was after dark. I mean, it was probably around 630 or whatnot. I was just out there. I was literally wearing a shirt like this, just a long sleeve T-shirt. And it was just like, ah, oh, so nice. <laughs> it's really like mild. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so we got sunshine the next few days. That's good news. Going to be hanging out right around 50 and then things are supposed to warm up later in the week next week. So that's good. We're going to try yes, to win you $1,000, Sandy, if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with a letter we're about to reveal. Uh, you can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning, as Jen likes to say, is to pass as quickly as possible. That's, real, that's a strategy that's up to you. But uh, personally, I think you'll ultimately answer more questions that way. Yeah, because sometimes people get hung up and don't say pass. It's like, ah! Right. So if you can't think of an answer right off the top of your head, just say pass. And we'll come back to it later. I'm going to tell you, I'm no good at quick recall. <laughs> you you talk to my daughter frequently, Bailey. Oh, oh gosh! Yeah. Wow! <laughs> You're Bailey's mom? Well, maybe the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. 
Uh, she's got us all playing this game. This is not my type of thing. I think I would see if I could just get through. Oh, that's so great. Two weeks. Wow. So you're Bailey's mom. I am. Now, is Bailey one of how many kids, or is she the only child? She is the oldest of four girls. Oldest of four. I bet that was fine. So was she, did she sort of have to take on like a second mother role in the household then with all those kids? She voluntarily did that. But, she just you know, has that just, natural nurturing instinct? Um, yeah, you can call it that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, is, Bailey, is Bailey the smartest one out of all four? All my girls are extremely smart. Yes, that's a very good answer. Would you say that Bailey is your favorite? <laughs> now, listen, the kids try to get that out of me. Don't you go there, too. No. <laughs> Bailey's chiming in from our Facebook group. It says, Sandy is my mom. OMG. <laughs> that's funny. And ask, ask why her mom called in today. Yes. Bailey, We. why did your mom call in today? Is it because you've been threatening your family members since you're on hiatus? She made her mom, right. Because she's <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. Yeah. How much longer is Bailey banned for? I don't know. She'll know, though. <laughs> uh, it's not that she's banned. We just have a policy here that if you win the 1K letter of the day, it is a mandatory sit out for six months. I believe it's in the rules. You're on a six-month vacation. It's a six-month hiatus. All right. Yeah. Well. Sandy, you have the letter F today. Okay. All right. But not only for for people watching the video, because we're, what are we on? Are we on YouTube or we're on Facebook Facebook Live right now? Facebook Live. So for those of you who are watching the Facebook Live video, I don't know if you can see this, but not only does Sandy have the letter F, but she also gets one free pass. Wow. Wow. So if you can answer nine questions in 30 seconds that begin with the letter F, you will win $1,000 that you do not have to share with Bailey. (laughs) Or any of your other kids. It's all you, baby. You can spend it yourself or you can give it to your real favorite. Oh, I see. Just saying. My husband. (laughs) Oh, your husband. Sure, we'll go with that. (laughs) Yeah. So we've got 30 seconds on the clock. And uh, naturally, I will not start the timer until Jen is finished, until Fritch is, who's Tim. asking it? Tim. Tim. Tim is asking the question. All good. Okay. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. All right, Sandy, you ready? Here we go. Letter F. Tell me something fun you're doing this weekend. Bandago. A flower. Oh, my God. Future. Something green. Fruit. A sports team. Pass. Something in your purse. I don't know any of these. A city in <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> Falmouth. Oh, man. A sports team. I was thinking I didn't of Falcons. Even get close. Yeah, Falcons. That's yeah. all right. But this is a good, see, this is a game you can even play at home. This is a good brain teaser exercise. Because oh, when he, me. I think Bailey has this playing it at home. I know. <laughs> you got a smart one there. You sure do. Yeah. Well, that was fun. Well, I tried. Thank well, you for playing, all. Sandy. And we do it every day, every weekday at 820, so you're welcome to call back. Try well, again. 
I will definitely try again. I hope you guys have a great weekend. You too. And thank you for making Bailey. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Brings us a lot of joy. So, yes. Take it yes. easy, Sandy. Have a great weekend. It was a you pleasure too. meeting and talking to you. Oh, yep. Bailey uh, wanted to let us know that she is out of uh, 1K jail on March 15th. March 15th is the, the Ides of yes. March. March 15th is my day, she said. That's, That's exciting. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you have it. Um, congratulations to Marvin Lewis for scoring his first gig since he left the Bengals. Yeah, his first NFL gig. Marvin Lewis expected to become the assistant head coach for the Las Vegas Raiders. Wasn't he in Arizona doing something there before? He was, I think, in the college yeah. realm. So this is his first NFL gig. Oh, first back. NFL gig. Yeah. Okay. Since he was the Bengal. I always really liked him as a person. Yeah, he was always very kind. We, we got to meet with, with him, him a lot yeah. with yeah. the Marvin Lewis Foundation. He was very accessible. And, he would yeah. actually answer our, like, he would take our calls, even though we... That's right. We don't even have, like, a... We should well, try. We don't have any kind of radio partnership no. with the Bengals. That's part of the reason why they won't talk to us. <laughs> right, but we we thought we would just randomly call his office to get comments yes. on stuff, the game, or I, fe- I think, and I or can't the remember. upcoming game. I think his secretary or his assistant's name was Sandy. That's weird. I think that was her name. I can't remember exactly. And I think she was a fan of our show, which and is she why was. she would send us. And he would make the mistake of picking up. <laughs> Sometimes he would answer. We would call, and they would then at the time they would answer. You know, Paul Brown Stadium, home of the Bengals, or whatever. And we would be like, "Hi, can we talk to Marvin Lewis, please? Can I ask who's calling? Jeff and Jen at Q102." And then they would send us to the assistant. Yeah, because there's like a wall of defense. There's yeah. like you know when you go in there physically. I think there's like four people you got to get past before you even get in. Yes. But and we got through a couple times. We did. A couple times he would talk to us, but yeah. We've never tried with Zach Taylor. I wonder if we should. Zach, I think, does, like, just the press conference, and that's it. Oh, really? Zach Taylor. Oh. Typically, I believe. He's, has, hasn't he been by here? I've never seen him. His wife. His wife's his been. beautiful wife, Sarah, has stopped times. by. Yeah, before. Sarah's been here before. Yeah, she's amazing. She's Love a fan her. of the show. Yeah, her and a bunch of her friends listen. I love them. They're so sweet. Right. But maybe we'll get to meet old Zachy one day. Maybe. Clouds on the decrease later today. Uh, should see some sun, as we were mentioning. High of 47. And then sunshine most of the day tomorrow. Actually, the next couple of days. Uh, we'll see a high near 50. And right now it's 41 at Q102. Denise Johnson is This is by- the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jeff and Jen. All right, gang, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is Michelle Bauman from Cincinnati, everybody. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? We're so great. I was looking at all the hats you wear in life. You're a daughter. You're a sister. You're an aunt. You're a wife. You're a mother. You're even a great. You're like ten years younger than me. You couldn't possibly be a grandmother. Oh yeah. And you and you're living in a blended family too. You got his. You got yours. And then you got all yours. 
Yep, his, mine, and ours. So how old are all the kids? Ricky is 26. Jasmine will be 25 in March. Jonathan just turned 22. Wow. And our youngest will be 12 in October. And your house is kind of the hangout, right? Like, not just your kids, but all their <laughs> friends. putting it lightly. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my God. I have I have a, two love seats and a couch on one wall. <laughs> <laughs> And you feed all those mouths? I do. Everybody comes to my house Monday through Thursday for dinner. And it's not enough that you work every Friday and Saturday, Sunday, 12-hour shifts. That's right. <laughs> you throw in some pets into that mix? How many dogs you got? Oh, yeah. We have three dogs. Molly is seven. Lucky is three. And we have a Yorkie. He just turned one last month. And you've taken on all this chaos voluntarily. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well. Yeah. I mean, do you even have time for the Best Friends Club? Yes, of course. I listen to Q102 24-7. <laughs> She's in charge of it's, catering. It's on my desktop in the bedroom. It's on the Echo Dot in the kitchen. It's on my app on my phone. It's what I listen to in the car. I just love it. We love that. And I love what Michelle wrote about the show. She said, uh, learning that the two of you, she's talking about me and Jan, learning that the two of you were once together in Florida and then followed each other here to Cincinnati, I always wondered if you two were a thing. And then Jeff found his forever and got married. Yeah. A lot of people have made that mistake. A lot of people thought we were married. A lot of people thought we were once married but are now exes who still work together and get along. And none of those things are true. We've never had any kind of romantic relationship whatsoever. We've always just been really good friends who happen to do a radio show together, you know, who happen to have good chemistry. Yeah. That you guys paired do up and a did great a radio job show together. together. <laughs> did you guys ever even think about making out? At one of those or... drunk bar gig nights? No. Even like, God, she's so hot. You know, one <laughs> drunk night. Never happened. Wow. See, friends can just be friends. Yep. Yeah. And here, oh gosh, this May, we'll have known each other for 30 years. Wow. Oh. Jen likes to brag that she's the longest term relationship in my life. <laughs> well, she is. She's up there. Well, we're happy to have you in the club. Yeah, I'm so excited. Thank you. It's so great to talk to you. My best friend. Yes, best That's friend. That's right. So if you'd like to be a member of our best friends club, uh, we have an online application you can fill out. Sign up at WKRQ.com. Uh, take a little time and, you know, answer some of these questions. Like, really think about your answers because uh, we especially, one of our favorites is, you know, name, like, the three most interesting things about yourself. Um, you know, like, aside from just the fact that, you know, you're a mom or a dad, you know, to so many kids or that this is what you do, just something that maybe a lot of your friends don't know about you or something that would surprise your friends, something about you that maybe a lot of your friends don't know, something that would surprise us about you. Uh, just some ideas. And we go through well, each one of them, and each day we select a best friend member of the day. We try to give them a call live on the radio, and uh, we, set, we set you up. If you're inducted in the club, you get a limited edition Jeff and Jen jersey, which is only offered to Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club members. Uh, social posts, on-demand song request of your choice if you got something in mind. So, uh, yeah, head to the website. If you want to learn more, WKRQ.com. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
But what this weather did not provide is a shadow or reason to hide. Glad tidings on this Groundhog Day. An early spring is on the way. There you go. Woo! Love to hear it. Very excited. You heard it from the groundhog. Well, that was the guy holding the groundhog. He was yelling. He was very excited for that whole crowd. Yeah. yeah. And I want to give a quick happy birthday shout out to Hadley, who's having her 10th birthday today on her way to school uh, with her mom, Stephanie. Happy birthday, Hadley. I would like to give a birthday shout out to Fritch's dad, Papa Fritch. Yes. He's up early this morning. The Thor of Thanksgiving. <laughs> you got to be good to him. That's so he, right. So he keeps bringing you all the good stuff. Right. Oh, my goodness. He's up early. Um, my dad retired many, many years ago, but he still is one of those people that's just kind of a workaholic. And so he is doing uh, taxes. So he does. He works during tax season. That time of he's year. busy. Yes. He just started being able to file everything. I have a so. birthday wish as well for my sister-in-law, Molly. Oh, hi, Molly. Having a little birthday gathering later this evening. Happy birthday, Molly. Mm -hmm. How cute. Yeah, so speaking of Pennsylvania, <laughs> this has nothing to do with Pennsylvania. <laughs> I was trying to draw a correlation here. Because, <laughs> you know, Philadelphia cream cheese. Well, right? sort of. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of things from Pennsylvania, yeah, I'm trying let's to talk about cream cheese. Trying to do a smooth transition here, smooth seg. How can I tie these two together? It is Bagel Friday here at the old uh, Hubbard Broadcast. It really is Bagel Friday. Like it is a thing here. Mm -hmm. The first Friday of it each month. They sent they sent out a, a memo to everyone in the company, and they advertise it days in advance. It's coming. Well, some people think this improves on the original design. Others are calling it an unholy idea, pardon the pun, but Philadelphia cream cheese unveiled whole less bagels this week. Regular bagel, just no hole in the middle. Is the hole there for the cooking? Is that why initially they put it in there? Like, you know, like the donut is kind of like that. Like they made it into a little ring and then take the hole out. Is that so it cooks better or faster or something? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm asking you guys. I mean, the <laughs> don't ask me. The fat kid in me is kind of sure that's an extra bite. Yeah, it's an extra bite for bagel for toppings. Probably really soft and <laughs> chewy on the inside. Yeah, mm. yeah, it's it's it is a regular bagel, just no hole in the middle. Shops in five different cities are selling them for a limited time. The entire thing, of course, is just a marketing stunt. But the, they say that to Tim's point, it's better because there's additional room to spread more cream yeah. cream cheese. Every bagel shop has a slightly different version of it, so they're not launching a new product. It's just a gimmick, but the five shops that are selling it are New York, Chicago, Dallas, Seattle, Montreal. That's what I like about our Bagel Friday is I get the um, cheese one, Asiago cheese yeah. one, and it doesn't have a hole because it's just filled with cheese. And there you go. I usually fast till about 2 o'clock. I'm going in for a bagel this right. morning. One of those kind of mornings. Time to carb up. Mm -hmm. uh, real quick, before we get a second date update, uh, one of our listeners, Alex Alexander, reached out to me. I think he did. He reach out to you guys as well. Yeah, I believe so. Um, anyway, I got copied on this email, uh, but he's he's trying to save his mom's life. Uh, his mom needs a kidney, and Alex and his sister have already you know put themselves into the donation registry to see if they're a match. But uh, in the event they are not, or they get denied. Uh, Alex and his sister, obviously, they want to do everything in their power to save their mother. Uh, Alex writes, she's so wonderful. She's 
been mine and my sister's rock our entire lives. My mother was diagnosed with kidney disease at the age I am now. Uh, Alex, uh, although I don't know how old he is, he looks like a young adult. Uh, He says, it has now come time for my mother to find a new kidney. I've watched her continue to fight this disease for close to my entire life. Instead of giving in, she's remained so strong and so positive that she would win this fight. I've watched her change her diet over and over to the point where she cannot eat any of her favorite foods, most foods at that. I've watched her get life-changing weight loss surgery to try to improve her health. I've watched her try medication after medication, some of them making her so sick. But through all of that, she has managed to uh, travel. She went to Mexico recently. She hiked mountains, kayaked on lakes. She is continuing her education and has grown so much as an individual. I've watched her fight this disease and discover herself at the same time. And uh, despite all the struggles, I've watched her continue to overcome. So I'm asking everyone to please share this and get the word out. Uh, If you're considering a donation, and he sent a link to a questionnaire at UC Health that you can, you know, if you if you would like to help, if you'd like to enter into the donation registry for his mom, Brandy, or really anyone else, if it's discovered that you're a match, you can do so. We pinned a link on our Jeff and Jen Facebook page. So mm-hmm. if you go to the Jeff and Jen Facebook page, which is Jeff and Jen on Q102, uh, I, I pinned it so that it's at the very top. It'd be easy to find. Uh, but you can you can text Alex or you can email them directly, and then there's also a a donor registration link through UC Health uh, that you can input your information and agree to be tested to see if you're a match. And uh, again, that's on our Facebook page, Jeff and Jen on Q102 on Facebook. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.